and happy uh, hey. happy release. Congratulations for finally getting something amazing out into the world right now. This is awesome. Uh, thank you. Yeah, lots more to come. Well, I knew that you were working on some of your most important work ever because it's if anybody <laughs> could tell a story about thinking you got everything kind of all figured out and getting knocked back to square one and forging that new path again it's you you've had to you've had to take on some challenge but you've turned it into something with actual weight and actual substance the river is phenomenal krista thank you for this oh thank you well, I don't know where I, I I feel like I kind of know where the space came from for you to muster up the courage to, to put so much weight into a song, but you know, beginning from from even just relocating, forging a whole new path for what you have an idea for. How, where did you start to write? Like, did you start to write, you know, in this past year, or was it leading up to this point? Um. Like in general? Oh well, let or? me let me rephrase that question. Um, so where did you? <laughs> and I'll I'll edit this. When did you uh, start to write this song? Uh, because I knew you were taking a, a giant leap of faith right out after the pandemic. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I don't know if you had a chance to read what I wrote in the um, <clears throat> excuse me in the the release post, but yeah. my little <laughs> my little chapter. But yeah. So I mean. I came out here and I, so here's the thing about me. First of all, like I often, I move on intuition. It's the same as like writing, right? I wait for the muse to tell me what to do and when to write. Yeah. So um, I'm a little different than some songwriters in that way. I don't just, you know, go on co-writes and sit around and write all day. Yeah. Um, you know, I wait for something to come through, something that needs to come through. And then I, and then I write. So, um, but yeah, I, I had, I, I've been moving around a lot. Like I had been looking for, like I said, like a new experience and, um, Patrick was giving me a call. Patrick and I had worked on my first album back in 2008, nine. So, um, we had worked together before and we'd done a little work on another song since then, um, during COVID and. Um, anyway, he was, you know, kind of singing the praises of Muscle Shoals, like so many, strangely, so many like former Portland people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was like, come out, you know, you like it. And we were in the middle of COVID and like, I didn't want to deal with Portland. I wanted to go back to work. We were all stuck on unemployment here. Yeah. And I wanted to go back to work and make some money and be in the world, but I didn't want to mask up here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't, I just want to hide. Yeah. Just stop everything that you were going so far forward for. Yeah. Yeah. So I had just, you know, let's see what were we 20. I had, I actually had just finished releasing a new album in May of 2021. And then, so, um, I came out here, uh, or here, I came out to muscle shoals, um, the beginning of August. Wow. And, so you yeah. got to Muscle Shoals, and then uh, I, I knew that you were sort of in the midst of not only performing, but crafting up your best work. And as you mentioned, you know, it's it's often an afterthought when you figure out that music finds its path and finds its own people. But you having that sort of self-awareness already built up that you're you're just kind of you're ready to wait for when music holds up the Batman symbol for you. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I wanted to come back to it because I had lost my desire. So I feel like we experience ourselves as 
differently in different places. And Portland had lost its charm for me, actually, um, like the end of 2011. And in 2012, I had moved to Nashville for a while. And and for various reasons, um, not the least of which is that, like, I was still raising children. Like, I came back. And so I kind of was back and forth doing things. And, you know, I lived in Bend for a little bit. But um, basically, yeah, like I was looking, I had been basically since 2012, like looking for a new home. And then ever since I had gone to Nashville, I kind of had this love affair with the South. And I just kind of want, like, it was still kind of calling me, you know, back often. So I needed to come back and I wanted to try that try that out and have a new experience so you know Patrick was out there and he was like hey you know what you can come stay with me like I was I I was at my wits end at a certain situation here in Portland and I was just like I need to go and I literally like made that decision within a week like I I knew I was like I have to go and I gave him a call and he's like just come stay with me like you can find a job and do your stuff here whatever um and I was like, okay. So in a week, with a week's notice, I just packed up my car and I moved out to Muscle Shoals. Isn't it crazy how the pressure will will kind of fix your life for you? It, it, like in some ways it does when you can't plan it. And if you're just ready enough, something out there recognizes that. And you, as I've set up before the conversation, because people needed to know what they were getting into learning about Krista Herring, who just took a free fall 10 years ago. Um, I, I set it up by, by sort, of ex, sort of explaining to people how the movement of music has has moved you around and, and how mm-hmm. actually listening to what what you're what's responding to you has moved you around there are people who think they got it all set up for themselves that take off to nashville and there are people who think they have it set up for themselves and come here and they get a whole nother perspective but now having that 10 years behind you and still moving but sort of having a sense of where you might mean you might like to be when making the sounds that you'd like to hear how has that Mm -hmm. how has that shaped you and and made things a little more clear for who you can explain to to who might take that same dive Well, basically the way I operate is I need to feel a connection to the land and, and the community, the land and the people. And again, it changes, it can change, right? As we evolve, as places evolve, you know, as we've seen a lot happen in the last decade, right? Cities changing, Nashville, Portland, all that, right? And then they're just not recognizable to what they used to be. So I tune into that. I and mean, if something doesn't feel in alignment any longer for me, then I listen to what's next. So, so it was, it was a great experience for me. And I, you know, I intended in coming out to Muscle Shoals to come back to the music and to my own inspiration in creating it and, you know, and in performing to kind of reconnect. Cause we'd all gone through COVID and, you know, we had like, none of us were performing and, and, you know, for someone, especially for someone like me who has like hundreds of original songs too, you're like, I can't even remember them anymore. Yeah. That mutual <laughs> downtime. You can't, you can't hang out with the person who's, who's satisfied with watching movies all day because you're, you're not that you've got to get the music in front of people. Your muse is, is totally different. It totally reacts differently. Right. And then, and then, and my, my muse comes through my relationships and my life experiences too. So you know, if I'm in a place that isn't inspiring me, it's not going to be good for my music. Right. Absolutely. And so having said that, um, you know, I had, I actually came back 
Well, you know, I moved to Colorado and then I came back to Nashville for, I had intended to come back for the winter and finish my, um, my record in Muscle Shoals while I was there. Well, things just didn't work out the way I expected them to. They, they worked out perfectly in the end, but what I ultimately like got from it was, I don't like this. I don't like the industry, to be honest. I don't like the industry. I don't like the way things are run. I don't like the whole, um, like, oh, you have to do this. You have to have X amount of money. This is the way you do it. And I'm like, I don't operate that way. You know, I write a song when I write a song and I want to make a record and I'm going to do it the best I can for the cheapest I can, right? Mm -hmm. As an indie artist, instead of just wasting my money. And then I'm going to get it out there because I have so much. So when I came to Muscle Shoals, I already had at least an album or two of songs I wanted to record again. Yeah. But then I started writing again. <laughs> so you got a new inspiration after having a whole collection ready. You got a new band of inspiration. Yeah. So we didn't even move on to those. We never got to those songs because I, I started writing and... Wow. Yeah, I started writing there and then I continued and I started doing some stuff with Gary Nichols and um, and probably the next song that comes out will be the one that we did together that he produced. Wow, that's important. So. I know that you guys have been um, have been such, uh, I guess you, you would say, very vivid storytellers. You could really get a good story out of just about everything you put down. And I don't know, I was going to ask in, in lieu of what you were saying, does it come from being an indie artist that you... Um, you tend to be more respectful of, of why you're putting out the music. Does it come from more the status quo that you were learning about the industry of people who had the desire of, of playing by the business of rock music or by the business of what got to certain places to check off certain boxes for, for pop? Did it have a design around the, the, the genre or was it just the general interest? So my music and where I come from is very it's very personal, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. like indie I am be. Andy, an artist. Indie should be yeah. so, so personal if you're really, really digesting it. Yeah. And so I do a certain thing, right? Like, I think that the songs, the stuff I write about is sort of universal, even if it comes from a personal perspective, they're generally sort of universal themes, but it's so important to me. I mean, especially as an indie artist, I have to be, my hand is in everything. My hand is in the, and especially at this point in my career, like my hand is in my, is in production. I need to be involved every step of the way, which is why certain producers um, haven't ended up working out for me. In fact, Patrick, um, we ended up parting ways after I moved to Nashville. So, you know, it just felt like, you know what, this just isn't the right fit for us um, because I need to be a part of everything that we're doing. And um, anyway, and then on top of that, like there's everything else, right? Like I'm over here, I'm my own like (laughs) PR person. I'm the person creating social media content, Mm -hmm. making my own videos. I'm taking pictures and videos and, um, you know, and then you learn all these other creative things, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Right? So you get to like play in all these areas. Everyone's not good at that. There are some things I'm not good at. I don't love some of the aspects of the business I don't love are booking. Um, and some of the aspects of the business that I'm really not a big um, participator in are things like um, co writing in that sort of Nashville sense that's like, hey, let's get together and write a hit. 
Yeah, you know? it's already. We've already thought about that. Today's going to be the day that a hit comes out of us. Let's just go and see what comes out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that happens far too often. I've seen, and you like you came into Muscle Shoals being such an esteemed artist that I'd already thought, like, wow, you'd been here for for decades, just kind of maybe putting out or over a decade putting out, you know, music and really connecting with these people. But it's really just been your genuine sense of connectivity, and and I love that you've now made a way to eclipse all of these different experiences. And the river mm-hmm. sort of represents a lot of different, not only communities but ideas that you had, not o- not only for just what you wanted to write and get down but just your general musicianship because what's next this is a chapter book as you were saying this this starts something for whoever's mm-hmm. coming next what what was just one thing i guess maybe your most distinct memory and what you know you wanted to get across that that got you to the finish line of finishing the river mm, well the river It's, it was a channeling of a moment, but also it's like a bigger theme. It's like, you know, um, it's allowing, it's allowing what needs to come through to come through, right? Whether it is, it's like, it's, (laughs) it's, it's emotion, it's, um, experience, it's like truth needing to come through. It's, it's like that come to Jesus moment, you know what I mean? So it's sort of like okay, um, something needs to change, something needs to come through. And sometimes we get to that space right before the break, right? Right before the flood comes in. And it's very uncomfortable. It's a very uncomfortable place and you can start to feel a little like, um, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I, for me as a creative it is. But you start to feel that like, a little bit angsty, a little bit restless, like, you know, maybe irritated because something is trying to be, make itself known. Right. Something's happening. And that's the feeling we yes. get when it rains real hard. People look to the window right. and there's something going on outside. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's why, right? The first line, it's coming a flood, which mm-hmm. is such a Southern thing to say. And I sort of loved bringing a little bit of that I loved it. I loved bringing a little bit of that culture, a little bit of that Southern in there and then referencing the Percy Priest and the Wilson Dam, you know, just to bring that like energy of the experience of the South. And it's just like, okay. And I feel like it's like this there. It's like this um, in the world a lot right now, sort of like, Hey, something's coming. Something's happening. Things are changing. Let it go. Let it happen. Go with it that's sort of the message of it just like let it come and be cleansed by you know releasing all these things that you're trying to like suppress just let it happen you know yeah the flow the river the 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 idea of it it comes it's so wild how how getting to that you do find your way to an end and to to where there's the soft place to land with with what you what you hope to come up with between the discipline and the childlike uh, response I guess childlike is such a it sounds bad but I have to get into that kind of mindset even to talk to artists about what it what was this experience and why does it mean something to other people because it does and there's a reason that you continue to to be on stage and the stages and the people that continue to gravitate to your music Krista and you coming back and returning with something 
like the river, it's got to have a distinguished purpose. And I, I just know it. And whether you set it up that way, hearing you spell it out that it, it didn't have a plan before you went into it, it means that much more mm-hmm. talking to you now. Yeah, you know, that's that's what my music generally is. I think of myself a little more like a channel, if that makes sense. Um, it's not only for myself, it's not only healing for myself, but there's medicine in that energy. There's a healing for others. That's the way that I look at it. And that's, that's why I share it. Um, I think art and music is such a beautiful opportunity for transmutation of the heavy things in life about, you know, being human. It's hard. It's hard to be human. It's hard to go through some of the things we go through And so music is this beautiful way of honoring a difficult experience, putting it into like, just putting it in this beautiful place and seeing it from a higher perspective. And that in itself, that honoring and creating something beautiful out of it allows it to release and let go and allows us to to move forward and allow new space into our lives, if that's if that makes sense. That's perfectly said because it's so hard for, for the artists that I speak to to sort of recognize that, wow, this this is going to be on a shelf and it looks great there too because you're paying homage to something, if not a, like a time period in your life, to a, to a type of music that, that brought you forward. Um, you remember certain sounds, certain smells, certain tastes going places, but music and timelines, that's something we don't really that wasn't planned for us to match up but it takes really good people with gifts like yours to say you know this belongs this was the timing is there anything that you wanted um you wanted to make sure that this one you know set up because of its timing of you releasing it was this something that needed to stand alone for a time period or does it set up a a future project for you oh this particular song yeah yeah this this song is intended to be the first released on um, what is supposed to be an album um, of the music that I created in Muscle Shoals. Nice, nice. Yeah, so um, there's a whole bunch of them. We're still working. I have had to navigate unexpected, you know, changes. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're we're shifting gears here, shifting there. The whole album was intended to be completely, it was written in Muscle Shoals. It was intended to be um also completely recorded out there um this one was this song was completely written and recorded there the rest of them some of them have been recorded there but some other pieces have been recorded elsewhere it's just because what we had to do for a lot of different factors Mm -hmm. and you just have to just go with it um and then there's so we have another few songs that are set up and another um, another few as well that um, still need to be going in, into the studio to finish. So I will probably be, we'll see. I'll probably be doing that from Colorado. Nice. Is that where you are now? Yeah. I didn't ask. I mean, I know we've, we've you, you and I have caught up on our, our own a lot because I've been so intrigued in, in your musicianship and the directions you've headed. But last I knew you went to Colorado and I thought, I was like, all right, that's where she is. She's holding it down. She's representing Colorado now. And I'm going to be, that's where I'm going to hear from her from. Is that where you're still landed? Um, I, not at the moment. At the moment, right now, I'm in Portland. But in a week, I'm going back to Colorado Springs. Wow. So Portland, Oregon, huh? And that's where you were saying yes. Bend, Bend, Oregon. Well, so, yeah. So I, I originally moved up here in 2005. 
And I spent a lot of my music career out here. This is where I really started performing out all the time when I was really doing it like all the time, right? Yeah. And this is where my first album was um, created and released. Um, and actually, I guess most, I guess that all of them have been um, up until now. What do you compare? But, what do you compare it to, like um, favoritism versus everywhere else? What makes that place special, besides the the memories, of course? Is there Portland? Else? Yeah. What 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 has got? Is it the weather there? Is there something else that's like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is solid up here? No. <laughs> it's got to be environment around you that's like, yeah, I, this really pulls me in. Portland versus everywhere else, this one wins. Mm, well, so that's a tricky question because, like I mentioned earlier this place changed during a time in my life. I I would say that everyone has would say everyone who's been here for a long time would say, Oh, Portland's changed. And it's not in a good way for most people. And that's just, that just is what it is. And it's been like that for the last decade for me. So I um, have bounced around and I've lived in, in the last decade, I've lived in Bend for a few years. I lived in Austin, um, uh, you know, Muscle Shoals, Nashville, a little bit here and there. But, um, I have been looking for a new place that feels like home. So I'll kind of bounce back here as my kids live here. They're older. Yeah. They're grown. So I like to come back. So I went out to Nashville. So this is what I'm going to say. I went out to Nashville in October because I thought and I intended to go back to Colorado in spring. But then um, things just did not work out in Nashville. And I realized that it was just, believe it or not, it was just not inspiring for me. And I just didn't like it. And it didn't feel the same that it felt like a decade ago when I lived there. And um, a lot of things shifted and changed. And it just seemed like a clear message from the universe. And I was like, I don't want to be here. So, And I wasn't ready in the middle of winter to go back to Colorado. And I thought, you know what? I have some people I want to visit back in Portland. And I moved the project to my old Portland producer who I love to work with. We co-produced together. He produced, uh, my friend Josh Schroeder, he produced my last album with me called Like Water. And we had such a great time like creating together and it was so beautiful and we love what we did. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to take what we've done and I'm going to come back here and then we're going to put a little bit of that, that Portland, um, spin on on the southern the southern stuff so so what's great about portland is you know the the trees the land but i would say that's what's great about oregon but i don't really have a lot of love to be honest for portland anymore okay so (laughs) i've been out here mm, oh like a month and a half maybe and i'm i'm leaving so um but I'm but where I'm going I plan you never know what happens but I plan to stay for a while okay, so whatever I, I'll believe it when I see it <laughs> I, I mean I'm so happy no I'm, I'm happy to hear that from you and only because like true truth be told that everybody who's listening right now Krista has been driven by music you're hearing it from person a person who's wholeheartedly out here doing it she, you can see the signs on the street a music town here's a guitar on that building this is where music must be made and crafted and 
put into a bottle and sent to the moon. No, Krista's finding where the studs and and where the where the melting pot of her and where it matters to where the music is actually inspired. And I know that it can come cliche in so many different parts of the country, but you're actually going to the roots where it matches you specifically personally. And whenever you find it, I hope you've got so many little houses around <laughs> where you can have different experiences and maybe even send people uh, to different spots where they can feel the inspiration because nobody's done it like you, Kristen. Nobody's taken on this path. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that you actually have <laughs> words to put around the meanings of everything. And, and thank you so much for actually settling down enough to give us a song finally because it sounds like you've, <laughs> you've chambered up so much already that what was coming was going to mean something and I know that what's next is going to mean twice as much so thank you I really appreciate this oh yeah I am actually really excited about even though we just released this one today I'm really excited about the next ones that are coming because well, of course we've already got those ones in the mix and they're they're getting ready to be released too. Well, so that, you got to remember that's that is exactly why you do it too. You know, you only yeah. you put something down to get yourself excited of why the future is so important, and you don't mean to mm-hmm. do that, but but that's the sign that it's working. I think, and yeah, yeah, this laid the groundwork. So if you weren't excited about what's next, you may have done something wrong. But I think you did it just right, Kristen. Right. Well, I think it's like they say, it's really about the journey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like okay, it's it's about getting to that place, and then there's this apex of like, like releasing the music to the world and like this is my baby and I love it so much and that's the most important thing to me like do I love it do I love it you can feel if I love it Mm -hmm. right and you'll hear it in the stories that I tell you know around it every time I release it I like to give a little story behind it and kind of give you like an insight into what was happening at the time and 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 it's beautiful like you know what I spent so much time in Muscle Shoals on the river, just playing around the river in the jungles, just like, you know, exploring the land. And what a fitting first song um, that was written and also to be released, you know, um, that's just like so much about for me what that what that experience was about there. Yeah, and I, I know that this is so this is so soon to be talking about new music, but do you have a date on what's next? Do you have a time when we might be able to connect again or are you just gonna let that that find its own its own timing? Um on oh 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 sure. Um it's going to be announced soon. I'm sort of letting I, it'll be in the next month or two that I release another song. So we'll keep we'll keep trickling that in and I'm going to release them as singles and then I'll release the collection because the idea was to release Saving Grace as an EP or an album, depending on, you know, how much we can get done. Right. Because it's all a lot of money, but it's all about how much you can do with the time you have. But the music's going to find its people, Krista, and, and, you know, your magic treasure box, it's valuable, and, and whenever it's it's right timing, it's going to be right timing. So keep doing your thing and living your truth, and we're here to stand by you. We're here to support you and the community of people that listens to this show, at least. We're all we're all here and listening, and, and we're going to take care of the music that you've, you've uh, crafted up for us. So thank you, and keep doing your strongest doings, because they're good and they're meaningful here. Oh, thanks, Hunter. I love it. Thank you for listening and and getting it out there. Absolutely. It's a huge record, and you're a bona fide artist and songwriter, and we can't wait to hear what's next. We're about to play the river again and get on with our day, but so good connecting with you. I hope you stay awesome. 
Thanks, Hunter. It's coming a flood. I feel it in my bones. But I'm holding up this dam with all my hopes. Just give me one more day before. Krista Herring, and we are so delighted to have her. 